0: like books well so do we so let's talk about them this is pages and pages pages and pages welcome to pages and pages we're two best friends talking about all things books that's sophia and that's morgan what's up everybody oh my god is it july yep cool (laughs) about halfway through oh yeah (laughs) i have no concept of what any day is ever. Uh-huh. So that's fun. Yay, team. Yay, yay, team. I'm glad that you know what's going on. Yeah, I wrote it down. I was looking through my my, my handy dandy notebook. Your handy dandy notebook. Reminds <laughs> me of Blue's Clues. Yeah. And today's post day is July 12th. Cool. It's almost time for my life. To just be back to normal. Get back to normal. Oh. Halfway through, mm-hmm. we're close. That's exciting. Great. How has your day been? How's your July been? <laughs> How's life been? Well, not great. Kind of great. A little, nah. Mm. Yeah. It's just like we we I've been here for like thirty minutes. Yeah. We're just talking about life. I mean, I went on a rant for like a solid fifteen minutes. Yeah. About. But stuff. I went on like a pity rant because like there was a death in the family and we were talking about (laughs) it's just like expressing your feelings about a death that happened happened in your family I don't think it's a rant mine is an actual like rage rant yeah I mean you have I talked very fast (laughs) a lot of things to be upset about Woo! heck yeah life is fun it is before we get into um the books we read and whatnot my coworker and I were having a conversation today, and I wanted to get your opinion. Oh God! She, when she reads books, she will read the last chapter first. What the fuck is wrong because with her? <laughs> she said she can't. She's too anxious about how the book is going to end. That she reads the last chapter just to make sure everything ends up okay. No. I no. St- I am flabbergasted. There and I looked at her and I was like, "You're." You're joking, right? No, I actually read the... I was like, what, what the fuck is wrong with what? you? I was like, girl, what are you talking about? You're fired. <sighs> you're fired. She's not fired. She has to say. But... Yeah, right, right. God, I, no. I, I was like, honestly, speechless. And I was like... What? <laughs> no. No. Read the book faster. you're anxious about how it's going to end. <laughs> like, girl, you can't read the last chapter... No. Of a, of a book? <laughs> First? What? I don't understand how that... How? Who? Do people do that? I think they do. But but why, though? Because they're fools. What's the point of anxiety? But that's... Yeah, like, I'm an anxious person. Constantly. Yeah. But I'm not going to read the end of the book. The book I'll just read until no. I It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. I yelled at her about it. Thank you. In a in a nice way. I was like y- you got to yell can't, at her for me. You can't do that. No. Well, I'm just too anxious. I'm like I don't care. But but don't do that. Don't fucking <laughs> don't, do it. Don't do that, please. <sighs> no. And no. then we were talking about cuz she was saying she was reading me a part of the what she was reading out loud. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it was a sexy thing (laughs) about, and then she said the words, oh God, what did she say? Like, oh God, no, no, I lost it. Oh no. But then I was trying to think of like saying those, like those words for people's genitals in Uh like sexy times Uh and, and how ridiculous they sound. Mm -hmm. Especially when they're said out loud. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I listen to audiobooks. Mm -hmm. I have, I have, I have words. I Mm -hmm. have an opinion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is going to come up when I talk about the books I read. Really? Yeah. Oh, how apropos. That's funny. We'll talk about that later then. That's, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to talk about before we jump in? I don't think I have any fun stories. (sighs) Nope. I don't think anything happened to me. I just am here. Yeah. Yeah. Go team. Go Go us. We're fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What do I do? What did I do before like We had a great time Saturday. Was that Saturday night? That was Saturday night. I think I got a little drunk. Oh yeah, me too. Because I don't ever drink. No, you don't. Really only in your presence. (laughs) And I had three white claws and I was just like, woo! And then I got home. And went straight to bed, and then I woke up the next day, and I was like, "Jesus Christ, I'm old." This is why I don't drink at all, <laughs> because I hate. I had a headache, and I was just like, Meh. <laughs> "You were hungover from three White Claws." I'm a hundred, like I'm a hundred yeah. years old. Yeah, I was disgusted with myself. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's my own fault for being a lightweight. And never drinking. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure I had twice as many. Yeah, would. I had a solid three. I'm a yeah. party animal. I did. Yeah, I did not. Um, and I thought I was drinking them fast. And I was like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Because nope, I was drinking two to one. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm I drink, fine. drink more often than you do. So. And we hadn't hung out like at your house in a while. So it was yeah. just fun to, to do and play Mario Party. Yes. Because yeah. we usually... Most of the time, if we have the opportunity, we'll go bowling. Right. But, like, recent things have happened that uh, I just don't want to go bowling. Agreed. So. That's fine. That's fine. But that was really great. A relaxing evening that we got yeah. to spend together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Woo! And then I had a bridal shower. The next day. The next day. And I think that's all I did that day. Mm-hmm. I've been having to watch my. Not watch. Feed my aunt's dog and her, like. Well, her outside cats, her barn cats, and her outside dog while they're on vacation. Oh. Yeah, so I've been having to go out into the country and feed- well it's Drive on it. the gravel road. Yep, yeah, feed their indoor cat, and then there's a whole process of feeding the dog and all the cats and the water and the garden and all this other stuff. How long are they gone? A whole week. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm getting paid for it, so- that's nice. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. guess it's expensive. It is expensive. I mean, it's only, like, five miles, but, like, still, guess each it's five, way, doll- $5 it? dollars a gallon, man. Isn't it each way? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Exactly. But it's been fine. I don't I don't understand. I know your parents live in the country. Like, mm-hmm. how do outdoor dogs just, like, not run away? I don't know. I don't understand We they don't run away. Like, this dog is on his own all week except for me. Yep. My mom comes every other day. Like, we alternate days because I can't come all the time. And, like, he just, like, wanders up. Like, like where right? have you been all day? What have you been doing? Yeah, how did what? you not wander away? Yeah, how do you not? Because no one's here. Yeah. What, how are you still here? They know this is home. Well, I don't so know. It's so weird. He's just like, mom. My parents rrr, have always rrr, rrr, had rrr. outside dogs, outside cats, things like that. They just they just stay. They know where they're going to get their next That's meal. so weird. Yeah. But I think it, like, speaks to, like, the bonding of, like, you know, Mm -hmm. animals to people. Yeah. Because otherwise they wouldn't stick around if they weren't kind of trained to. You know, attached to the people and getting food every day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these cats come up and I'm like, what are you guys doing all day? Just Mm -hmm. catting around? Yeah. Cats do wander out away, though. Right. But well, like the dog stays, because he's just like, this is my house. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> I'm going to go snip over here. I'm going to go snip over here. Like, what are you doing all day, bro? He's going to lay down. He's going to take a nap. I mean, he's older, and like, yeah. he looks like a big polar bear. He's very cute. Uh, yeah. Is he like a Samoite or something? I have no idea. Okay. So that's what I've been doing. Super fun. Thrilling stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 Have you been reading? I Okay. No, I shouldn't even ask that, because I know... Because I stalked her Goodreads account. And all of a sudden it's like, Sophia, finished this book. Sophia's starting a new book. Sophia, finished this book. And I was like, how many books have you read, dude? <laughs> like seven, I swear to God. Yeah. So let's talk about them. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to hear about them. So finally, 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 I finished The Ancillary Justice by Anne Le- Leckie. This is me clapping. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're welcome. I'm so Thank happy you. for you. Uh, I did not... Love it. Bar. It was okay. I gave it three stars. I mean, you've been reading it for like two weeks. Yeah, no, I'm, I I knocked it down. I gave it two. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, just, I just knocked it down. Good. It took me yeah forever, 6.15 to 6.23. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. For you to be listening it's to a It's almost 10 days. Yeah, that's gross. It's horrible. Yeah. So then I started The Shadows Between Us by Trisha Levenseller. Mm-hmm. hmm Super good. Yay! I gave it four stars uh i re- i started on the 23rd finished on the 24th so i read it in a day <laughs> i mean it is short and i think it's a quick read but like yours like nonstop, non it's like nonstop. it's like finishing that book just like set you free <laughs> it did and i was out the gate and running yeah. i want to be free and that's you just like whoosh, whoosh, i'm pretty Mercury. yeah i put out yeah. a little stick on a mustache cute i love it thanks so i don't i don't quite remember what that book's about so, I know I read it a, long, a while ago. This girl, Alexandria, I think she is Alessandra, I not so, Alexandra. I mean, it's Alessandra. not like it's similar or anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is the daughter of like a, a lord or something like that. Is convinced she's going to woo and marry the king and kill him. Dead. Yep. She's like, I'm going to marry him. It says... Uh, She has a plan to gain power. One, woo the Shadow King. Two, marry him. Three, kill him and take his kingdom for herself. I love it. And this, the Shadow King is just this mysterious, like no one can go within like five feet of him. He is young, as is she, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. And they kind of develop this relationship. She like goes to the ball and is like ignoring him. And then he's like, why did you ignore me? Come to court and stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't give him attention; he'll come to you exactly, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had some hot, hot some uh, spicy, mm-hmm. spicy, some spicy times. Is it? It's not YA, is it? No, I didn't think so. No, 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 no. No, that's right. <laughs> For some reason, in my head, no. it was YA, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, the first this book came out in February of twenty twenty. Um, apparently, the second book is not out yet and is not no. supposed to come out until 2024. Well, what? Fuck me. <laughs> what the heck? I'm so mad. I didn't even know there was a second book. Yeah, well. I said it was one and done. It nope. says The Darkness Within Us, The Shadows Between Us, number two. Oh. Yeah. But I feel like their story's kind of done. I feel like she's writing other books in between. Probably, but so. I really want you to finish this fucking series, please. <laughs> She wrote the YA series, The Daughter of the Pirate King. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which Which I want to read. I heard it's good. Eh, It was okay. Oh, that's right. You read it. I did read the first one. I forgot. And then immediately after that, I started the book Home Field Advantage by Dahlia Adler. I'm so sorry. I wasn't listing off the narrators. Let me go back to... (laughs) <laughs> the narrator of The Shadows Between Us is, uh, Caitlin Davies. And I think she did a great job. Hey, Caitlin. Oh, yeah. And the narrator, there are two narrators for *Homefield Advantage, Natalie Nottis and Lori Prince. Cool. They did a great job, of course. I mean, of course. *Homefield Advantage is about, um let me bring up sides so just oftentimes forget people's names <sighs> amber mcleod she wants to be cheer captain really really bad she's going to be a senior next year and she is a still in the closet she is fake dating her best friend who is gay and he they both are trying to you know stay um in the closet until after high school. You know, it's going to be a really big deal. And he's on the football team. And over the... I think over the summer, the star quarterback... Well, not star. The quarterback (laughs) died in a drunk driving accident. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't really that good, but people idolize him now, right? Right. Like, he was the prince and blah, blah, blah. And he was taken from us too soon. Mm -hmm. And he was drunk driving, like... I mean, people don't obviously deserve that, but right, right. Um, they made him, in, they idolize him, even though he, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and he was also blackmailing her best friend. Oh, my he God. knew that he was gay and blackmailing him, and making him do his homework, giving him money and all this shit. So he was a really shitty person. Wow. Not that he deserved to die, but no. he was really shitty. Yikes. Okay. Didn't make me feel bad. Right. Now we have um, Jacqueline coming from uh, kind of. It wasn't that she was, what's the word, when, um, she wasn't recruited to their okay. school. Because you can't do that. Right. Well, you can um, if you're- In public yeah, schools. Sorry, you can't sorry, in public sorry. schools. Yeah. If you're a private. Right. can't. It's fine. <laughs> You can't in public schools. I have opinions. None of them are good. <laughs> None of them are good. No. And she comes to this school, uh, to be their new quarterback. Well, she's the only female football player, and she's that replacing- That is Cool. She's replacing Robbie and, you know... Who the town loves. Because everyone loves Robbie and this bitch is in his, you know, trying to get in and and take his place and be better than Robbie. Well, she's really good. Mm. She's, like, really fucking good. Mm. And everyone's treating her like Mm. shit. The team isn't following her. They're making it really hard for her to be on the team. So, yeah, it's their, the, you know... uh, the cheerleader Amber, and the quarterback? The cheerleader and the quarterback. Cute! But it's gay. Was it good? It was good. That was really wonderful. cute. Very YA, of course. Yeah. But it was it was really nice. They were going like on their first date and you know, just it made me feel good. Even though people were really shitty mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of all leading up to the homecoming, like homecoming game, homecoming dance thing going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I've never seen this in a movie, in a book before, because it's always in movies and books and everything like that, that it's prom king and queen. Right. But there was actually the homecoming king and queen, which is what we do. Yeah, we've never had a prom king and queen in our right. school ever. It's always right. homecoming king and queen. Exactly. hmm So it was, uh, it was like, holy shit, finally, someone hey, who does the same thing as us. That's us. How cool. Exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah I I really enjoyed it. I gave it 5 stars. It was really cute. And it was this is the one that was based on a picture of a cheerleader putting a football female football player's hair up in a, I a bun. I love that so much. Um yeah, it was so cute. One someone that I watched on YouTube just read this and she was like, "Well, it reads really young." And I was like, "It's a y- it's YA. Book. What do you expect?" Of course it reads Yeah, If you're an adult who doesn't like YA anymore, stop reading it. Right, that's not the book's fault, it's your fault, right, so I was upset and about not that. gonna lie like they like they do make out right <laughs> so so proof on paper <laughs> um, also trigger warning for abortion there's there's some talk of that, and wow, how appropriate, yeah, hmm. Yeah, the next book I read was because I just like back to back. Yeah, it was like boom, 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 boom. I was like on Goodreads, like like, 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 like. Because I read Shadows Between Us in one day. Home Field Advantage, I read in two. And then I immediately started Neon Gods, which I read in two days. Yes. This is by Katie Mm, Robert. mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Sorry, I just been waiting (laughs) for Sophia to read this. I'm just like, please, please read it. You're going to like it. I promise. Please read it. It is narrated by Zara Hampton Brown and Alex Morcock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Is that your real name? That's horrible. I'm so sorry, Alex. <gasps> that's horrible. So sorry. That's like people that we know or like live in our community that have a last name Dick. And I'm like, God, that's horrible. I'm so sorry. That has to be terrible. That does. Warcock. I have a daughter with a last name Dick. I'm so sorry. More cock, oh, buddy, man. That it <sighs> sounds like high school bullying. I can just, I can just, just feel, feel it. it. I can feel it in mm-hmm. my bones. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, like there was a
0: video that popped up on my for you page, and it was like, my last name is Cox. I am pregnant with a little girl. These are names that I will not name my child. <laughs> she had a big list and it was pretty hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. Mm. It's bad. But Neon Gods, super good. Yeah. So this is the first book in the Dark yeah. Olympus series. It is about Persephone. So it's in this... I mean, you've explained this before, but it's Ooh, in it this well kind ago. of... It was a Yeah. Yeah. It's this alternate universe basically that Olympus and is it just all Olympus? Is that, I think it's all like, Olympus. Yes. And then but it's, it's, like it's lower separated. Olympus. Yes. And it's separated by the river Styx, um, like upper and lower, basically the title of like Zeus, uh, um, Poseidon, Persephone, Hades are all like the title is passed down. It is, its these aren't the gods that have no godlike abilities. No, have. they're just regular people. Well sort of. Yeah. Because yeah, like so. I think Hermes can like Yeah, I don't understand. Pop it places. I don't understand about Hermes. Yet. I think there's a little bit of Of, like a little magic. A little bit of magic. But it's like Because, like like a- then going across the river Yeah on the bridge, there's like this physical pole. So I think right. there's a little bit of yeah. power, but like they aren't the gods. Right. They don't have godlike power. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it opens up with our Persephone with her mother, Demeter, and her Stephanie is Persephone. Good old, Stephanie. good old Steph. We can just call her Steph. Is like at a party and then gets pulled to the front of the room and her mother's like, here you go. In her hand Here's is Zeus. Zeus's hand. And Zeus. Announces their engagement. Yep. And she's like, I have never spoken to this man in my entire life. What the fuck is going on? So a reputation of Zeus for, like, being a shitty person. And killing and his killing last three wives. And his last three wives. And Persephone's like, I don't want any part of that. No. No, thank you. I'm going to yeet out of here. And so she's, like, panics. And yeah. then, like, leaves the room. And then kind of, like, runs away. Yeah, she just... First, she's like, "I'm just gonna leave," and all of a sudden, like, she's like, "I need a, I need to take, I need some fresh air." And then she's being followed by Zeus's men, and she's like, "I don't, I'm not being taken back there." No, nope. And then she passes, she gets to the river, and she's like, "I'm, I gotta run across this bridge. These guys are gonna get me." Yep. And she sees a figure, a lone <sighs> figure across the bridge, mm-hmm. and she runs to him to save her, and it's hot. It, so it's, <laughs> Hades, it, people think Hades is dead. Yes. And you just don't go into lower Olympus. Like, you just don't go over there. Yeah. And, Plus there's, like, a physical, yeah, like. Yeah, like, a barrier. Like, a, a physical loop. barrier. It's like, you can't cross there unless you're invited. Yeah. Like, and a like, is it metaphysical? It's, it's not real. I keep on saying right, physical, but like, it's, it's not. But it's like, you can feel it. It's like, you can't. Yeah. Whoop, no, you can't. You can't go. Yeah. And it turns out that Hades isn't actually dead. He was just like vanished over here, sort of. Yeah. It's like, and I'm not going to the Upper City anymore. And Zeus is like, fine, he's dead. Yeah. So it's retelling of Hades and Persephone in a Katie Robert way. It's very hot. <sighs> yeah. As per Katie Robert. Yeah. Because like Zeus, not Zeus, but Hades Yeah. is a fan of... He frequents a BDSM club. In his own home. In his own home. Like he, he hosts it in his home. Yeah. And there's a lot of... Public sex. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Public. Yep. yep. So yep. sex in front yep. of a room full of people. Yep. yep. So you have to read I'm a Wicked Villains series, to. man. You have to. It is a trip. It's exciting. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like focused around. A it's fine. It's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. But you enjoyed it. Yeah. It was Kay. really good. Cool. It's really good. Cool. It's funny because I, I went into work on Sunday for a couple hours. I had to paint a couple things. And I needed to do payroll, and those are things that I don't need my brain for. Yeah. So I did payroll while listening to this to some six to ten, and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm in the library. I am in. I'm in the library. I'm being paid right now to do this. <laughs> to do this. Everything's fine. <laughs> I think I was along because my I would have been like." oh yeah I read the craziest sex scenes at work in my office and just like don't look at me don't talk to me no one even breathe the air I'm breathing please and thank you pretend I'm not a, I'm not here I don't exist <laughs> like I'm too I can't I don't like it it's just me my eyes are humongous I'm just like <laughs> and I can't do any works I'm just like oh my god oh my god I'm in my office <laughs> it's fine headphones don't disconnect no please dear god <laughs> no uh. <laughs> yeah it's fine mm-hmm. I'm glad you liked it it's so much fun and I'm really excited because I want to I'll talk more I'll talk about it yeah I'll talk about it going on the next book <laughs> the next book I read I finished today so oh, you that finished took it took me two days dude three days Just hmm mm-hmm, kidding. mm-hmm. Because I immediately started it. It was King of Scars uh-huh, 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 by uh-huh, Lee Bardugo, uh-huh, narrated uh-huh. by Lauren Forking. Lauren Forking, I think, narrates all of Lee Bardugo's books, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think. Could be. You, you could sure. tell me anything. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. So, what did you think? Super good. What about the ending, though? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding is me! Is this happening right now? You're mm-hmm. joking. Mm-hmm. You're joking. You're joking, for nope. real. No. Nope. So the this <laughs> this takes place. King Nikolai is you know king. Spoiler alert, I guess. I didn't read the Grisha <laughs> well, books. Well, I mean, you have to read. So you have to read the three Grisha book. I feel, I feel, I feel weird saying Grisha because to me it's Grisha, but like it's not right because it's like. It's from crucial. her. It's not. But, like, you have to read those three, and you have to read Six of Crows, and then you, these are like, what As happens after. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, yeah. The timeline. Post, post Six of Crows. Yes. And Cricket Kingdom. Yes. So, we Oops. also, we get Nik- Nikolai. He has uh, a little bit of a demon. A bit of a curse. A bit a of a curse. He's like, a, a curse. I like that. With, that. A, with a, a, bit a demon. Of a curse. With it, with it's a bad. little a little bad thing. Yeah. And he's trying to get rid of it because mm-hmm. it is dangerous for other people. And so he has, what's her name? Zoya. Zoya. Zoya's helping him. hmm And she's like kind of his first commander or something yeah. like that. Yeah. She just always looks after him. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of their journey of trying to figuring out his issues. Mm-hmm. And there's this big, like, hurrah about how there's this group of people who are saying that the Darkling the should Darkling. be called a saint. A saint. hmm No. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. No. He was horrible. <laughs> like, listen, as much as I like the Darkling in a weird way... Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, please. I understand that Darkling did terrible things. Doesn't mean I don't like (laughs) him. Right. That's a me thing. Especially on the. Oh my god, the adaptation! How can you not like Ben Barnes? He's so hot. So hot. Anyway, <laughs> and this also has like a side story. There's like two separate stories for Nina. Oh, she is she is on her own little personal journey. There's a lot that happens to her at the end of Crooked Kingdom, and this is kind of the the fallout from that. Her dealing with it, mm-hmm. and then her trying to help this. Convent? Mm-hmm. Well, not convent. That's like convent. Well, Hi. there's this factory that yeah. that's putting shit in the water in this yeah. community, and she helps people out. So I feel like I cried every time it went to her perspective, like the first quarter of the book. Of the book. Yeah. I was like, girl, that, God, that, her, <sighs> rough. Yeah. Rough. I. I'm glad you finally read it in English. (laughs) Not in German. For those (laughs) who might not know. Available on the Bridges Libby platform through the library, you can get King of Scars in German. In German. The audiobook is in German. Like, I checked it out a couple years ago, and I was like, great, I'm ready to listen to this. Go listen to it. It's in fucking German. (laughs) It's in German. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) That's so funny to me. I'm so fucking mad. And then I was like, well, that's weird. And so I return it. And then I try to find it in English and they don't have it. So then I, a a while goes by, a year year or two. I don't know how long this book's been out. A while. Um, A while goes by. And so I go to check it out again. And I got it. And it was still in German. I don't know why they thought that I speak German. That they were like, cool, she wants this. It's the only one we're going to have is in German. It's the only version they have. So good luck if you don't speak German. It's just fucking ridiculous. It's so stupid. I'm so mad. Dear Bridges. Dear Bridges. Listen, fix your shit. The end. So, didn't Audible have a sale and you finally bought it? Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, the next book in the series is called Rule of Wolves. So, I hope to read that. When you read it, let me know because I want to read it with you. You'll probably finish before I do, but like I want to read it. Because I have not read Rule of Wolves yet. Right. Yeah, it came out in March of last year. Yeah. Of 21. So, it's been out for a hot minute. So, we can definitely get that yes listen to that's I exciting want i want to read it yes the Demon King.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. i just yeah, love
0: i crazy. just love that the universe i think lee bardugo could do a yeah another five books in that universe mm-hmm. and i would read them all because mm-hmm. it's just so many it's just it's brilliant i don't know how she did it i don't know but the little snippets you get of like Kaz and the Nej. I know. Just make me go. She's like, I wish Like <laughs> Nina had a thought, and she was like, I wish I was like Inej right now. And I was like, I wish I god, I was a She said something about, about uh being sneaky like Kaz, and I'm like, Yes, Kaz! <laughs> Ugh, I don't even know why. Um I don't think it was sneaky, I think it was like being brutal like Kaz Right, yeah, because Kaz just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <coughs> so it's just... Yeah. Wonderful. Like, yeah, she just can do no wrong to me. I, yeah. I love her. I love Nina. Agree. So, that was really great. And I finished that on my way from work. Yay! How many is that? Four? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Four? One, two, three, four, five. Five! I finished. So I, I had been reading Ancillary Justice for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. And I did just start today... Artificial Condition. The number two in the Murderbot Diaries by Martha oh, Wells. Cool. So that just came up on my holds. Is that what we want to talk about with like parts? Description? Like name? We, before? You said, oh. I said, oh, like what you call sexy times and we just had that conversation. I, what are you talking about? I said Dusty and I were talking. Oh, no. Okay, listen. Okay. So- In Neon Gods. Oh. In general, I don't like using the P word to describe the female genitalia. I think it's, I feel like it's lewd. And when someone is like saying that in my ears, like... (laughs) uh, (laughs) Well, what would you prefer it to be called? I don't know. (laughs) because we were having that conversation at work today uh-huh. about what we prefer to be called in in books. Because I know how it started, because she was talking about how she just sometimes wanted to skip to the sexy parts. And I was like, this is really embarrassing. So I said, yeah, if I do that. And I was like, well, when do they have sex in this book, I just like search the word nipple <laughs> <laughs> to, to see when it happens. I'm like how far do I have to go? Because nipple is a really like word that you can't really replace. Yeah. But you can replace other parts with different names. Right. So like, what do you prefer instead of saying the word penis? Do you prefer it to be like shaft, velvet, velvet wrap, steel, or <laughs> like shaft? Shaft. <laughs> See, I think the the pe- her sex. I think <laughs> the word her mound. Ew. I hate saying it out loud. It's, just, it's gross. I think the word "pussy" <laughs> is—I had to say it. I know this has one. been used as such a negative yeah. connotation for so long mm-hmm. that it like physically like makes like, you go revolts. Yeah, because like people describe pus- as being uh, weak, yeah, and soft, mm-hmm. and just. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. And it's like I just have this uh, unfortunately a negative reaction to it. I do not like the C word. No. Nope. And I have read that many times. I'm just like yeah. no. No. And maybe that's just maybe how the narrator says it cuz it just sounds so like Yeah. You know like you know like, like <laughs> it Makes you just like clench. You're like no. 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 Clench everything. <laughs> Please. <no. laughs> Please don't talk like What else do you call it? Soft folds. <laughs> but like saying it out loud makes me feel weird. Yeah, when you said mound. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being an audiobook narrator. How do you do that? I don't know. Oh. I can't be an audiobook narrator. No, that's I'd like... That's just I don't know how to talk today. I guess I can't do it. Yeah. Can't do my job. So like, what do you... How do you... Oh, yeah. can handle it. So that's... I mean, nothing against Katie Robert because fantastic writer. I just like... It, it just seems so like. I don't know, pussy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Well, I do, <laughs> I do declare. My God. My sensitive sensibility. I can't believe you put that in a book. Also, I can't believe I've said the word pussy about five <laughs> so times. So many times. This needs have to be explicit. <laughs> it's gonna have to be. God. Don't forget. <sighs> I mark every one of these clean and they are not. And they're not. It makes me laugh. <laughs> like, well, naughty. Lying again today. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. Sorry, don't care. Yay. So reading, you did. I did so the reading. reading. Again, the damn the dam broke open. Yeah. That's also the floodgates one. have opened. It's also a, a thing that I've read when it comes to sexy times, that the Uh-oh. floodgates have opened. I'm like, No, thank you. Please don't. I'm 24% nice. into Murderbot 2. Murderbot 2. Uh, it is like f- less than three and a half hours of oh, an audiobook. So um, short. Not going to take long. The first one isn't cool. long either. Yay. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But you're back in the reading mood. I've also had like a little more time or, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just feel like I just have no time yeah. to read. I've had no time to read this week. And other times I'm like, I fucking made time to read. Damn it. Damn it. This is the note that I wrote for myself to remember what to. <sighs> <laughs> just wanted to let you know that. Yeah, for that's, fun. For that's fun. nice. For fun facts. Just like podcast notes. Penis, Words. vagina. <laughs> Words penis, for. Penis, 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 vagina, vagina. Because vagina. vagina seems medical. Yeah, that's exactly what we said today. We're like, well, vagina feels medical. Penis feels medical. Penetrated kind of my vagina. Like, no, no. No, no. I don't like that. No. Well, so... There really is no better word. It no, just seems but I. It's like such a harsh word. I'll read word. it. Whatever. Can we come up with a new one? Let's do a poll. <laughs> brand, new, brand new word. It can't be something that's already something else. That's hard. Yep. Hmm. All right. Interesting. That's a funny word. How you spell that? C L A U. Clow. <laughs> With a K. Cluck. 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 can Cluck. hear it? Clow. Interesting. Don't. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I, you know what? It's better than I came up with, which was nothing. So, <laughs> next. So I've been reading some books. Mm-hmm. I haven't had as much as you for like this time. I have less. This is crazy. Well, I read three, <laughs> which is still a lot, but it's not five, right? So I finished the Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. I read the audiobook, and I don't know who narrated it. I'll look it up real quick, if I could she just get in. my internet to work. A vanishing half. Shana Small. She did a great job, because it takes place in Louisiana, so they have very southern accents. Mm-hmm. This book is about... It focuses on twins who... Are raised in a town in Louisiana, that is some I guess full of, it's a it's a it's a black town, but the people have are white passing they have lighter skin color, and the twins, I don't remember what their names are it doesn't matter, and what well, matters but I don't know and they if you read a hundred books a year, how am I supposed exactly. to remember all this exactly they they end up running away from home. And they're like in, I don't know if they're in New York, but they're in some big city and want, you know, they're, they're getting jobs, but it's hard because it takes place in like the six fifties and the sixties. So they are, they are black women trying to find a job. And the one twin ends up pretending to be a white woman and gets a job. And then she ends up running away from like her she's sister. Like I'm white. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to act, I'm going to act white. And if someone asks, I'm not going yeah, like, to like, deny no, the fact I'm not. that I'm white. Like... Yeah, so she, like, just talks differently, apparently, and, like, t- tries to lessen her accent enough to be, like, white passing. And so she ends up leaving her sister behind and starting a new life. She marries a white man and has a very light-skinned child. She lives her life, leaves her family behind, never talks to them. Holy oh, shit. It also follows the other sister who comes back home. Well, no, she gets... Gets married to someone who has very, very dark skin, and he is very abusive to her. They have a have a child who also has like the darkest skin, and she leaves him and comes back home. She takes a child takes a child goes home and lives with her mom and like lives the her the remainder of her life mostly there. And it follows them and how those choices of how they split their lives and how it affects the next generation of people of children Mm -hmm. and eventually how each of their daughters end up meeting and finding each other. And it was really, really interesting. Um, So did the girl who was raised by the, the white passing mother think that she was white? Yeah. She had no clue. She had like bright, bright blonde hair, blue eyes. Her skin was so light. She Everyone thought she was a white child, but she's half black. Half black. Yeah. So, and her husband, the the one twin's husband never knew she was black and, you know, just assumed she was white because she had a very light skin color and she lived her life as a white woman until she met. It's like really frustrating because like everybody's racist in this time period oh, yeah. and I it just makes it. me want to rage. And so then and now. Yeah, and nothing's really changed, but like <laughs> everyone's just a little bit more secretive about it, I guess. But yeah. um, so they're like in a house, like an, in a suburb, and they someone move they someone wants to buy the house across the street, and everyone's freaking out because it's a black couple, and they're like, "Well, why do they want to live here? They'll be uncomfortable here. They shouldn't want to live here. Like they can buy a house in a black neighborhood and stay over there. Why do they want to live here?" And they're throwing a fit about it, but they end up moving in, and the twin. I don't remember what the fuck her name is, but she ends up like befriending her because she feels accepted by her and actually is able to like be who she wants to be, and it's just it's just a really like beautiful story of them in the way their lives diverged and how race affects how they lived, and it mm-hmm. was just it was really interesting. I really liked it. Wow, I gave it like four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. So it was, I get, I knocked it a half a star down because I didn't like the way it jumped around a lot I was listening to the audiobook. and so not, I not, wasn't like fully paying attention I was doing something else and so one chapter would be like as when they're children the next chapter is like as an adult the next chapter is like now we're teens the next chapter is like some, and it never told you when it really was beforehand mm-hmm. so all of a sudden I'd just be like wait what? who? <laughs> Where? the fuck is going on? who? what? How'd we get here? (laughs) So I just didn't like the way that jumped around, but Mm -hmm. like it didn't really affect how the story came out. It It was still really good. Wow. Yeah, I really liked it. Nice. And then I also read another historical fiction, which is officially on my favorite books list of 2022. It's called Lessons. Sorry, going back to the vanishing half. Yeah. It says one of Barack Obama's favorite book of the year back in 2020. Awesome. Yeah, named the best book of 2020 by the New York Times. Yeah, so it is. I'm assuming this Barack Obama's favorite It is book very good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's a really powerful story. I see now that there are two women on the cover of the book. Yeah, they just kind of look like blobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you're not painting, it's like, oh. Yeah, because it's like, it's like green, orange, mm-hmm. blue, pink. Yep, and it's like, oh, it's cool blobs. It's like those Roy, what do they call? roy roy Those tests, tests where it's like, oh, what do you see in these blobs? Oh, I guess there's two women. yeah those are the twins (laughs) that makes sense I'm so sorry so you're fine so the next book I read was also historical fiction it it's called Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis this is a recommendation from a friend of ours and when I read it the description I was just like I have to read this book Uh, it follows a woman named Elizabeth Zott. She is a scientist. It's in the 1950s and 60s. I was like, man, I just want, I read two books in a row in that time period. And a woman in science is not common at that time period. And it follows her dealing with a lot of sexism from a lot of shitty people in her office and she ends up falling in love with a fellow scientist named Calvin and they're like perfect for each other and she has told him she doesn't want to get married because she doesn't really believe in marriage she didn't want children she just felt like they were enough and they were perfectly fine yeah and tragically Calvin gets killed in an accident Uh, like a work accident Um no (laughs) okay but I won't tell you what happens but like he he dies and she finds out she's pregnant and so she has to raise this child on her own while also being fired from her job because she's pregnant because she's not married so because people are sexist pregnant out of wedlock and they're like you can't we can't have that here you have to leave so it's her raising the child on her own and dealing with all the sexism of everybody because everybody sucks. And then so it it like kind of jumps ahead a little bit and her kid is like four or five and in school and her friend, her quote unquote friend, like takes her lunch and like eats her lunch. I don't know why. I don't remember why. And Elizabeth finds out about it. And she like charges into the, her, the kid's dad's office. He's a TV producer and she's like yelling at him and he's like, man, I think she'd be perfect for this show show that I want to have. It's a cooking show. And it's like an afternoon cooking show. And Elizabeth needs a job because she's been fired. She still doesn't have a job. Her job is like helping her fellow scientists who still need her help. But she can't work there. So they come to help her, come for her in secret. And she ends up working as a TV host of this cooking show. And on this show, she teaches women how to... Almost like fight back against sexism, and how to you how how they can be whoever they want to be. They just don't have to be a housewife because their husband tells them to, and they can go back and get an education if they want, and like go to school and do shit. And I was just like, this is the best fucking book I've ever read. I love this book so much. Like I. So there is a... I actually took it because I was reading the book from the library. That's not it. I don't know why I pointed to that. That's not it. And same color, though. <laughs> It is the same color. I literally took a picture of a quote from it that I wanted to read. I don't know where it went because I didn't want to write it down. So I won't tell you the, the context of it, but it says, Whenever you start doubting yourself, whenever you feel afraid, just remember, courage is the root of change, and change is what we're chemically designed to do. So when you wake up tomorrow, make this pledge. No more holding yourself back. No more subscribing to others' opinions of what you can and cannot achieve. And no more allowing anyone to pigeonhole you into useless categories of sex, race, economic status, and religion. Do not allow your talents to lie dormant, ladies. Design your own future. When you go home today, ask yourself what you will change and then get started. And I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck (laughs) yeah. I love this book so much. I love it so much. I'm obsessed with it I love it I love it right like it's so good I need it's to read we- it it's weird because like right. she's weird okay but like it's told in a the quirky not like quirky but like it's just it's weird but it's like it's like perfect for me because it was weird and, and great and like feminist and fucking kick ass and I just love Elizabeth so much it's so good what a fucking badass yeah awesome I'm gonna have to read it I highly 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 recommend it <laughs> That's three Hyleys, if anyone was counting. Hyley, highly, 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 Definitely one of my favorite books of the year. Mm-hmm. And then, because I was just like, how do you come off of that? Right. What book do you read next? I did a reread of The Love Hypothesis. Oh, I saw. By Allie Hazelwood. In case you don't know, it's like one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah, if you haven't um, read it yet. And it's just, it's just so good. I just am so obsessed with it. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just a perfect book to me. It just makes me happy. It's so good exciting yeah so those are the three books that i finished that's perfect and then so i'm currently reading the dead romantics by ashley poston this just came out when we're recording yesterday Mm -hmm. but i want to tell you how annoying reading this book is like feel it feel it like feel Mm -hmm. the pages they're like the thinnest pages you've ever felt in your entire life yeah it is weird. Like, what is this? Like a... It feels... I don't like know. Like a harlequin? <laughs> like, it's just... I hate. It. I hate it. Yeah. But, like, the story is good. Yeah. But there's also a lot of puns. And it makes yeah. me want to throw it across the room. I noticed that you you, you marked that. Yes. On Goodreads. On, I updated my page count and I was like, the story is good. But if there's another pun, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I hate it. What can you do? You, is there any examples? Um, I don't think I marked any because Shoot. they made you mad. Shoot! No, I gotta talk about. Okay, so in this town, there's a dog who's in who who's in who's the mayor Why? for some reason. I don't know. Um, hmm. It wasn't that long ago because the dog was like at the bar. How? Can a dog run city council I have no clue. I have no clue. It sounds like people just being a-holes electing a-, a dog. Okay, so the plot of this story is Florence Day is the main character. She's a ghost writer. So that means that she is writing under someone else's name and like finishes under the book for uh, Yeah. For this one, she's writing under a very popular romance novel. Oh, okay. Novelist. The, maybe, the no, the, maybe the author died or something. So she's mm-hmm. ghostwriting That for happens her. quite a while. Yes. Co- so
1: quite, quite she's often, on sorry. a deadline
0: and she has stopped believing in love, but she's a romance writer because she went through a really horrible breakup. And so she's like, I don't believe in love. And so her new editor is like, well, you have to, you, this has to be done. Yeah. And then her dad dies. And her family runs a funeral home. And so she has to go home, obviously, and, like, bury her dad. And she can also see ghosts. <laughs> She's always been able to see ghosts. Always able to see ghosts. And she left home because she something happened. Something was living with ghosts. in a funeral home. Yeah, and she could see ghosts. And she, like, solved a murder with the help of ghosts. And someone, they put it in the paper, and people thought she was crazy, I think. And so, yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. yet. But... So the main thing is that she's all she's dealing with the death of her father, and then she finds out she sees her new editor as a ghost and on like, her front steps. Oh no! And She's like, "Oh shit, he's dead." And so it's I think a story of her coming back home, and also a romance with somehow a ghost. And um, I love the cover. It's very great. Really oh, cute. I just lost my page. <laughs> Whose fault is that? No. <laughs> Whose fault? Mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Oh. And that's where I was. Okay. Come back to that. Okay. So somehow they're making him blush. The the editor, even though he's dead. And this is an example of the puns. And it says, Oh, you don't die of mortification on me. Well, apparently I'm already dead. So that's impossible. I don't know. Your cheeks are a dead giveaway. He pursed his lips together and then said, surprisingly, surprising me, I'm afraid you're gravely mistaken. And then she goes, that was a terrible pun. And I'm like, if there's one more fucking pun, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, why? I think it's supposed to make it funny, but it makes me want to rage. <laughs> like, one. Okay. Right. Two, like Calm the fuck down. Like, the ones in the beginning, fine. But, like, this is, like, the 17th pun. And mm. there was one about the dog, because the dog's name is, like... Fetch? Oh, and there sitting so perfectly behind me was a golden retriever named Fetch, a little grayer than I remembered, a little grayer than I remembered around his snout, but he was still just as fetching as the first day I saw him, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I want to just stop reading. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Like, why? It's not funny. They're not funny. It makes me mad. (laughs) Because, like, the premise sounds so good. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Oh, there's so many puns. Why are we ruining it, why? guys? I hate it. Stop with the puns. Stop. I wanted to stop. And Allie Hazelwood blurbed it. And so did Christina Lauren. Guys. What the heck? Why are there so many puns in it? Those were in like three pages, by the way, of each other. Yeah, like you just like turn the page. Yeah, and I'm I'm upset about it. It's got very high ratings. Yeah. Mhm. Apparently, it's just I don't know. Someone has a really like lots of capital letters in this. That's Allie Hazelwood. Oh. Um, mhm. Edited the day after I posted my review because I remembered something. <laughs> something about Timothy Chalamet yeah but it's Timothy Catlamet yeah I haven't gotten to that point yet so right guess what that's another pun and it (laughs) makes me want to rage like I mean I don't really like puns in general anyway Mm -hmm. that's just me as a person I don't find them funny and doing it over and over and over and over again Makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. Like, not okay. Right. I'm gonna finish it. Even if I have to speed through some puns. Yeah. And on the cover, it's a little sticker that won't come off. It's on there forever. I hate that. Good Morning America Book Club. And that's... And that's really kind of like putting me off of books recently because it's not if it's Good Morning America or if it's Reese's book club oh, yeah We've, we were discussing it with a friend mm-hmm. I think yesterday even like mm-hmm. oh no Reese I thought you had a better taste than that yeah Reese stop and like I think our friend said that it gets, she's getting people into reading mm-hmm. which is great but they're not reading good books right so, so I think it's going to probably have the exact opposite effect right but she's giving these authors a chance, too. I don't know. I'm just, like, trying not to be a bummer. Right. Like, I'm giving this book a chance because mm-hmm. Ashley Poston wrote a lot of YA people like. Mm-hmm. I have not read any of it. But, like. I've read a couple by her, right? She's Those I think you wrote, yeah, Geekerella and something else. hmm But I just, like, I'm. Please stop with the puns. I'm begging you. Please, please stop. Like, I'm 124 pages in, mm-hmm. and I want to just, like, right. throw it across the her. That's a bummer. Yeah, because it sounds so good. And I think it's going to be. But I just, like, have to... because yeah, if her. Allie Hazelwood... Right! Like, she has... Allie Hazelwood has, like, a chokehold on me. She can do whatever she wants. And I'm just like, yeah, sounds great. Thank you, Yes, Allie. please. Thank you. I'll take some more. Cool. Um... So I, wanna, I want to trust her taste in books. Mm-hmm. But I want this to get better. Yes. Yeah. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. That is it for me. I have a couple on my Kindle I want to read, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. Nice. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Woo. I'm excited. All right. So today we are doing our mid-year... Kind of like a book check-in, uh, it's I think that it's technically a tag, and it's called like the mid-year book freak-out tag. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the word like freak out tag, yeah. so I just like it's the mid-year check-in. Yeah, we talk, we take a look at all the books we've read this year and the ups and downs and all the ones in between. Yes, I think we did it last year. Yes. So it's just it's just fun to do every year to kind of yeah. We Halfway read a lot of books year. so. It's hard to remember what we read. Exactly. I was going through them and I was like, oh, I read that this year? What's it about? (laughs) And I was like, why didn't, I thought I read this other book. No, apparently not. Apparently I read that last year. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it's hard. I like tried to keep my answers like in that six month period, man yeah i mean i did yeah obviously there are ones it's like what are you excited for for the rest of the year whatever it might right. be right and so in the google doc i wrote a little s as in like you can yeah. name more than one book oh no so i, I think did last year you just picked one and i was like no i picked like seven yeah i didn't pick as many as you and i am also trying not to repeat one uh, book in too many things like yep. i'm trying not yep. to yep because like if it's like a new release you haven't Read right. this year, but want to, but then there's also most anticipated race for the second half of the year, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yep, I got gotcha. you. So, all right, we'll start at the top. At the top. All right. So, question number one: How many books have you read this year? Percentage of your yearly goal. So when I wrote this, I had a different amount, so I got to update it. Oh, I did mine right before I came here. I know you did because you go. What are we doing? <laughs> I was like Sophia. I like panicked. I was like, i i d I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. I always write it in the in the podcast notebook. Why didn't and I write it down? You didn't. I felt dumb. So how many books have you ever, have you read this year? Well, my phone fell asleep. Well shit. 47 out of my goal of 90. So I am 52%. You're dumb. like right at halfway. That's awesome. hmm mm-hmm. Right on track. Right on track. Yeah. Steady as she goes. Does it feel like you've read a, like more or do you think you're that you're like, oh, it makes sense. I I feel like I've read more. Mm-hmm. Like I've scrolled through them and I was like, that's it? This can't be it. It is. It mm. is it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I have read 61. Wow. I don't know how. What the fuck, man? I have no clue. Out of my goal of 80. So I'm 70%, 76%. Mm. Yeah. I'm like a reading machine. You are. You're going to go above and beyond. I, I don't know how. read almost 11 books every month. Wow. I don't understand how. Well, I read five books this last week, so like I did. <laughs> <get it. laughs> yeah. You're, it went zoop, right back up. Yeah. So. I was never behind, but now no, I'm like ahead. Now you're like, I'm way ahead. Yeah. How many books ahead of schedule do you think I am? 10. 22. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot. I yeah, am I feel like a crazy person. Three books ahead. Hey, ahead is ahead. Yeah. Damn it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel shame. Good. I don't I'm not upset. Hell yeah. So what is the next question? <laughs> well, how you typed it on here, it says books. Nope, sorry. It says book, book, you've read this year. <laughs> you don't know your book, book. <laughs> book, book. Book, books. Book, uh, book. I'm assuming it's best book yeah. or books you've read this year. Yeah. I mean, you go okay. first. So I think one of the obvious ones was Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. I might even reread it this year. Who knows? I love it. Um, Know My Name by Chanel Miller. That book was very powerful and very impactful. And I will be thinking about it forever. It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. I read that for our March Madness and i am obsessed with it it is so good tessa bailey it was like the best book i read of hers love it and house of sky and breath by sarah j mass is it bad that i forgot that i read that this year when it was like my most anticipated book of the year a little bit because it was a long time ago right it was a billion years ago plus it was march madness and <laughs> we were being psychos i mean yeah <laughs> we were very psychotic in march but oh my god, that book just destroyed me in a thousand places. Like I just a hundred percent destroyed. And those were my oh, and How to Fake It in Hollywood. Like what a surprise! Mm-hmm. By Ava Wilder, I freaking loved it. So good. Nice. Yeah, that's really a really good list. But like I have I have a lot. Right. But those are just like some. <laughs> right. Out of the hundred books you've read so far, sixty one <laughs> out of the Those 61 five. books. Yeah. Five. Five good ones. Alright, I have I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston and narrated by Natalie Nottis. Just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I just love Casey Yeah, and just anything they the write. The side characters, I think what make that book. Because yeah, I do not like Shara Wheeler. No. And I do not and... like the other girl. What's her name? <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like them very much. No. But like but uh, but Casey huh? writes Smith? so oh, well. Yes, that it just makes it yep so good. Yep. Uh, my next one is House of Earth and Blood, Crescent City Number One by Sarah <gasps> J. Mass and narrated by Elizabeth <sighs> Evans. I can put that on my list because you I can. read that in March. I was like, no, think read that. No, that was this year. Yeah. Because like, oh, <sighs> like I sent you a thing. Was it? I don't know what day it was, but it was like a little La Hava. Yeah, figurine, and I was like figurine. Uh, oh god, I just love that book. That so book much. is so good. It's just perfection. I was just like, ooh, ooh, oh, I love her best friend. She's gonna be like my favorite character. <laughs> Dies, dead. <laughs> Two chapters in, dead. dead. <laughs> Blink, dead. <laughs> Not even just dead. Destroyed into a thousand pieces. Yeah, like dead. ripped apart. Yeah. It's fine. Spoiler alert. It's the first two chapters. It's literally in the description. Yeah. That she dies. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't read it. Yeah, for that purpose. Like, don't do that. I don't read the description. No, for that. Yeah, don't do that. Next one I have is Neon Gods. um, Dark Olympus Number 1 by Katie Robert, narrated by Zara Hampton-Brown and Alex Moorcock. Not Alex Moorcock again. Or it's like M-O-O-R-C-O-C-K. Oh, no. Like Moorcock? <laughs> I think it's more cock. I am so upset for Alex. I'm so sorry, I'm so Alex. sorry Alex. But heck yeah. Yeah. Yes. So fucking good. So good. Just like, mm. Mm. it's so spicy. Mm hmm. That's so I, see, Honestly, read the Wicked Villains series. I need to get to. Listen, yeah. we're going to talk about I, it. Yeah, you have to talk books. Books. about it. You're fine, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be good and be quiet. But like, that's it. I'm gonna talk about the next part of my. I live more on the list. Best. Okay, the next question. Best sequel you've read so far. Mine is Flashfire, number two in the extraordinary series by T.J. Klune and narrated by Michael Leslie. This is the one. I started the book with mowing the lawn, laughing my fucking ass I'm off. Like a Front yard. People are like, is "She okay?" And I'm like, Pfft. "No." Oh, my God. So I have three. Uh-huh. But I did a repeat because I did House of Sky and Breath. Because, hello, how can I not? Sarah J. is my queen. The end. I, um, Running Wild by K.A. Tucker. is It's the third book in the Simple Wild series. And it was so good. It was so good. So good. And then I have Electric Idol by Katie Robert, which is book two. And, and so who's that about? Psyche and Eros. Literally was reading it as you said it. (laughs) Psyche and Eros. Is that um, her sister? Yes. It's Persephone's sister, daughter of Demeter. Eros is the son of Aphrodite. Mm. And Psyche is a plus size influencer. And I love her so much. And he's just like obsessed with her. And I'm obsessed with him. It's so good. I'm excited. The end. Yeah. Those are my three. Excellent. Yeah. Next is new release you haven't read this year, but want to. This is my, this is, this is a list. Okay. Well, how about you go with your list? (laughs) I have Electric Idol by Katie Robert. Yeah. That came out in January. The Dead Romantics, which you just talked about by Ashley Poston. Yeah. Poston? I don't know. Poston, whatever. That came out in June. Sedating Elaine by Don Winters came out in April. Now I know we haven't talked about that one yet. Sedating Elaine. Yes, so I will read you the description. Okay. Frances was not looking for a relationship when she met Elaine in a bar. She was, in fact, looking to drown her sorrows in a pint of twelve, pint or twelve, and nurse a broken heart. Shattered by the gorgeous electric, ad, ad whatever, but somehow, <laughs> uh, but somehow it involved a steady stream of beer and weed, and things often did it with Francis. Elaine ended up in Francis's bed and never left. Oh. Now faced with mounting pressure from her drug dealer oh Dom and his goon Betty. <laughs> Oh Frances comes up with a terrible idea. She asks Elaine to move in with her for real. Unfortunately, this seemingly romantic overture makes Elaine even more sex-crazed and manic with love. Frances fears she may never escape the relationship. So, given no choice, she makes the obvious decision. She will sedate Elaine. Oh a story about an enthusiastically madcap and funny as it's. Is smart what? and emotionally surprising. What? Sedating Elaine introduces a roster of unforgettable characters and an indelible, wild, wildly exciting new voice in fiction. Can I see the cover? You <laughs> what? what the heck is this it's a banana. It's a banana. That's it. It's just yellow and banana. Yeah. What? Is... And it's written on the banana. How the... The title? did you hear about this I book? I don't know. What is this book? I want you to read it. I want you to read it, and I want you to talk about it with us on this podcast. Please, I will, I will, 100%. It sounds so weird, and I'm into it. I'm very into it. I'm like, what the fuck what is, is going is on? Like, I read the description, and I was like, this is... This is so weird. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. Next. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds so weird. <laughs> That's by Don Winter. I don't know if I said that I yet. I did, but I've just been too excited about what this book was about cool. to care. This is later. Next one is Heat Wave, the number three in the Extraordinary series by T.J. Klune. That comes out in July. Uh the Romance Recipe by Ruby Barrett, mm-hmm. July. Mm-hmm. And I just received this as it's an arc, but it already came out. <laughs> I received it through NetGalley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devon and Chris plan a wedding by shenica C. Higgins. Lovely. It is about a gay couple, and I don't know a whole lot about it. Sounds That's good. That's it. Cool. Yay! I have on mine. So I wrote this before I started. The Dead Romantics. So I have The Dead Romantics on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Sorry. She showed me the cover. It's very cute. <laughs> um, a Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. I own it. Haven't read it. Uh, the House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. I have, like all his other books. So I want to read this one. Apparently people don't like it. And I'm like, well, <sighs> what is it? The House Across the Lake. People haven't been liking house The House Across the Lake. Well, people didn't like his last book, and I really liked it. So... Mm-hmm. I don't Wasn't care. it about the college student? The la- the one before, um, Survive the Night, was about a college student, and there was, like, a serial killer, and she caught a ride with a guy, and she couldn't decide if he was the killer or if he was not the killer. It, like, took place in the 90s. I, I really liked it. It
1: mm-hmm. was, like,
0: twisty and turny. People online didn't like it as much. I was like well you guys suck (laughs) (laughs) You're a really big Riley Saker fan So I I hope that you like this I like him a lot Um, The next one was It's called Set on You But I did not write down who it was by Let me it up. How dare you Amy Lee It like takes place in in a romance In like a gym But it says curvy fitness influencer And I was like okay I'll read it But it's like in a gym and I like it. Yes. And then uh, Book Lovers by Emily Henry. It's Emily Henry's newest release. I read People We Meet on Vacation by her. Mm-hmm. Was I she thought she was- write Beach Read too. Yes. She also, I mean, she writes a lot of young adult novels, but this was like she's into adult romance now. Mm-hmm. And People We Meet on Vacation was like pretty okay for me. Mm-hmm. Not like I didn't love it, but it was, it was all right. So mm-hmm. I want to read this one too. Cause it's about like I think it's about literary agents or something, some or like editors of some sort. It's books, obviously. It's about book books, lovers, but yeah. So I'm excited about that one too. And that was my last one. Fantastic! Yeah. Most anticipated release for the second half of 2022. All right, I have Astrid Parker doesn't fail. This is number two in the Brightfall series by Ashley Herring Blake. I also have that. Uh, it, it comes out in November. This, the first one was Delilah Green Doesn't Care. Mm-hmm. We love Delilah Green Doesn't Care. I just, except for the bet part. Sorry. Yeah, that was the only part that I, yep. had. I'm just pretending it didn't happen. I can't forget it. Yes. I don't know why I went to a. I'm fine. It's yes, fine. I have that on my list too. Which one to put? Yeah. Yes. Yep. The next one I have is The Sunbearer Trials, which is by Aiden Thomas. That comes, up, comes out September 22nd. We forgot the Aiden Thomas news today. Not December 22nd. September 2022. Ignore me. Oh my God. Aiden oh. Thomas! <laughs> Sorry, quick side note. Yesterday for us, Aiden Thomas released on Twitter that he is putting out Cemetery Boys 2. I'm so excited. I don't think he's written a it sequel. Yet. It's so exciting. I like flipped my shit. I was like, is this a joke? This is, is this the best this, news of the is day? This, is this a joke? Are we joking? Are we joking? And he put like, Happy Pride, Cemetery Boys number two. And I was like, What? Oh my God. What? And the like, description. We don't deserve Aiden. No, no, no. And like, he put out like a little descriptor or like a little announcement from like PR or whatever. And it said, um, The Sixth Sense meets Final Destination. I was like, What? <laughs> what? i am so excited and i i replied to both of his tweets and i was like aiden this is the best news omg and he liked it and then i put um the sixth sense meets final destination what in the actual crap i can't wait and he liked that one too and i was like i'm deceased (laughs) i'm deceased yep (laughs) i'm so excited I, I, we both love Cemetery Boys oh my God. So, much. so much I cannot wait for book two I still don't think he's written it but I just, I, just mm, 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 mm. yes yep So right, in the meantime news. the Sunbearer Trials Sunbearer Trials yes which I have not heard back from NetGalley that's so funny because I got denied yeah and, and I'm you just, did it before me yeah think. so I'm like can I have it no not by now probably not but they didn't tell me no. Right. But they also wanted not tell me yes. <laughs> so you're just left in limbo until it comes out. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if I hadn't gotten it by now. Yeah. But maybe they're going to wait and they're going to give me the audio book. I'm I'm rooting for you, man. <laughs> I want you to have it. I really want it. I know, I know. I I I also really want it and I didn't get it and it makes me sad. Hang on. Do you have any more? No, okay. Mine are Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Taylor Jenkins Reid is putting out a new book? Yes. So Carrie Soto was apparently in Malibu Rising a little bit, but I must have blocked her out. I didn't love the book. Yeah, so I don't quite remember. If her character was mentioned a little bit but she must have been so carrie soto is a tennis player that's as much as i remember that's it i'm excited about it <laughs> yes um love on the brain by ali hazelwood comes out in august it starts with us by colleen hoover now listen i've liked colleen hoover for years yeah i want to just put that out there Colleen Hoover is like raking it in. Yeah, because she's all over everywhere. Yeah. But I just want to point it out that I've liked her for years. Yeah. I, I, when I watch a lot of, (laughs) are you okay? (laughs) No, because I don't want people to think that I read these books just because TikTok recommends them. I genuinely like Colleen Hoover. Yeah. And a lot of the books that are on TikTok now are the books that I've already read. And I'm just like, People have read these already. Always. Like, I don't want to be, I don't wanna be like, oh my god, you read them because of TikTok. No, I didn't. No. I read them beforehand. I read them years ago. Like, her books go out a lot at our library. And her books, the ones that have been out for years, are on like a New York Times bestseller again. How? I don't know. People think that she pays people to promote her on TikTok and she doesn't. No. She's, she is she's, I mean, I'm just chilling here, guys. She's just chilling in Texas minding her own business. Like <laughs> she's weird she is a weird person i love her she's weird (laughs) she is quirky and funny and i just she just gives no shits and she's all over the place Uh and it starts with us is the sequel to it ends with us and i mean that book's everywhere it's really good i recommend it it does i feel like it's spoiling if i tell you what a trigger warning is abuse of some sort okay so just like trigger warning abuse but It Starts With Us is like the sequel to that. So I'm really excited about it. But I just want to say her read the, the book before TikTok. God damn it. Are you okay? No. Anyway, <laughs> The American Roommate Experiment by Elena Armaz, which is just her sequel. Not the sequel, but like her sophomore novel after the explosion of the Spanish Love Deception. Mm-hmm. I had Astrid, Astrid Parker. Doesn't fall. The sequel to Daughter of. Is it fail or fall? I don't know. It looks like fall, but my handwriting is atrocious. It might be fail. It's probably fine. I'm just like. I'm pretty sure it's fail. I just didn't dot my I. You're fine. Uh, The sequel to The Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Su Lin Tan. I don't know what it's called, but it comes out soon. Ish. I really liked Daughter of the Moon Goddess, so I'm excited about the sequel. Nice. That's it. I feel like there's way more, but I just can't remember. So. Right. Well, and if, I mean, we we could be here for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of books coming out. <laughs> Constantly. Agreed. Yeah. Alright. Biggest surprise of the year. You go first. So, I <laughs> wrote Lessons in Chemistry because I did not expect to love that book as much as I do. Uh, it, like, has a Choke hold on me forever. <laughs> to switch it up, I put Her Soul to Take by Harley LaRoe, I think who the author is. It's a dark romance with demons. Nice. <laughs> and it was really good. <laughs> a cult in this small town and this girl moves there or she already lives there to... I think she wants to like, document stuff for... A YouTube project she has mm-hmm. and she ends up calling a demon and oh. the demon's really hot and like is between it's hot the, and yeah, it's real good. Mm, I really <laughs> like it. Um Lotus by Jennifer Hartman. I just read that one, and it was amazing. And then I wrote Ace by Angela Chen because it blew me away in some parts. Exciting, so, yeah. How about you? Uh, my biggest surprise of the year. I have just one. Okay. It is Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe and Yay. narrated by Emily Wu Zeller. Awesome. So good. I mean, like, I just find myself thinking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love it's just it when a book does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, like, forget how often I do think about it, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. So it was a really great read for the year. Awesome. So far. Yay! And mm-hmm. we're only halfway through. So. Exactly. We'll see. Favorite new author, either like a debut or just new to you. hmm New to me, Katie Robert. <gasps> Katie Robert! I've only read one book and I've read I this can't week. believe that! Only one! So far. I think I've read so many. <laughs> I think you've read like all of them. There are some I have not read. I think she has some vampire books I haven't read.
1: hmm but, but you're also
0: know. part of her like. Her Patreon. Patreon, so she does release a little short every month that we all vote on, mm-hmm. and that's also really fun. They're that's also exciting. obviously very smutty. I've never been great. a part of a Patreon before, so I'm living vicariously through you. Yeah, I was contemplating leaving because she hasn't really done much mm-hmm. since the release of the Dragon's Bride, mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna continue pushing through. Yeah, it'll probably pay off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get. Her releases early, and mm-hmm. I think her indie ones as an ebook, and then I'll get the trade paperbacks and with like a with like a signed book plate. That's exciting. So I mean, there is payoff, mm-hmm. and there's like good conversations with people, and it's fun. That is fun. Just Katie Robert. That's the only one on my list. Awesome. I have Bon. I'm sorry. Lessons in Chemistry just blew this away. Bonnie Garmus because. <laughs> That was her debut. She's an older lady, Mm -hmm. much like where the crawdads sing Delia Owens. Mm -hmm. So they kind of have the same vibe. Not like the book at all, but like, you know, they're both older. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like their debut. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jennifer Hartman, who wrote Lotus. Mm -hmm. And Ashley Winstead, because I I read In My Dreams I Hold a Knife by her. And that was her debut. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fun. And that was really good. You look confused. Ignore me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Newest fictional crush. Um, I have Delilah Green from Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. I also have Delilah Green. <laughs> it is Delilah is so hot. She's so hot like her hair and her tattoos and just like that she's flows. a photographer and she's just like oh i'm just wearing a tank top and like, like side boob and i was like side boob like <laughs> girl
1: god damn mm-hmm.
0: yeah <sighs> love it next i have Hunt afl, afl- <clears throat> from house of earth and blood yeah in the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Maas. I love Hunt with like every fiber of my being. Every fiber. Everyone was like, Agreed. I love Hunt. I also have Hades from <sighs> the Young Gods. <laughs> what a soft man, but like also not soft. Right. You know? Oh yeah, I do. He's soft per- for Persephone. Yes. That just, like, trips my trigger, But, like, when he's, like, he's, like, grumpy because he wants to take care of her. Yes! He's like, your feet are bloody. Stop moving. She's like, I'm fine. He's like, don't let me take care of you. Let me take care of you. I feel like that's getting me, too. Yes! When someone gets hurt and then they they take care of them. They take care of them! And it's something so simple. And it's like that love hypothesis because, like, Adam wants to protect her and wants to take care of her. I'm just like, that's, like, so it's so hot. It's so hot. Like I love it. Like small acts of what is it? Acts of kindness or whatever. Yes. Like I love that. Like, yep. Give it. Give it. Acts of service. It's acts of service, isn't Thank it? You. Or something like that. Acts of You love service. language. Yep. Yeah, that's like my number I one. I love to receive. Mm-hmm. Things that when you're not like asking for it, they just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm 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 mm. My lowest one on my on there is like. Touch. I'm it's like, like don't, physical don't, touch. Don't, don't, don't fucking touch me. Don't touch me. Is that it for you? I'm so sorry. We're off on a tangent. Yeah, I hate it this is my last <laughs> okay. one. Okay. I have Brendan from An Happened One Summer*. Ooh. He's like the perfect man. Again, soft for the main character, but like grumpy. It just gets me. It's like checking my boxes. Tall, check. Has a beard, check. Is grumpy, check. But like is really soft for the person that he really. I'm just like check, 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 check. Great, right, great. Right. Like oh my god. That's so hot. <laughs> my next one is Tyler from Running Wild. I don't really mm-hmm. like talk about Running Wild that much because it's just like I don't know. It's so fucking good though. It has like dog racing, psh, 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 mushing. What's the <laughs> word? <laughs> Stop. I think it's like dog sledding. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the hand motions I'm doing, but I picture like with the reins. Like, you know, oh, don't, don't whip the dog. No, dog but like, that's not whipping, you know. Mush. Mush. They're mushing. Shut up. <laughs> he is a dog sled person. Drinker. Driver. <laughs> a driver. Is it driver? That okay. sounds weird. He raises dogs for a living. He raises and raises dogs for a living. And like he's so kind to dogs and he's so passionate about dogs. I'm just like, I love dogs. Oh, I love you. <laughs> like I love dogs. <laughs> like Noodle the Pug. <laughs> and any dog. I will like literally cry. I love, I just love dogs. I'm fine. I'm so excited. For your puppy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry probably. Say you're so cute. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm an emotional woman. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that leads into the next question. Books that made you cry. Uh, House of Earth and Blood by Sarah Damon. Oh my God. Just like I could list off. Uh, I cried so much. So much. Throughout the whole thing. Uh, I could cry like every time I read that book. I read it twice or three times. It will make me ball my eyes out. Like, the whole end, crying. Solid tears. Yeah. I'm glad I was listening Emotional. to the audio book because I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. That one made me cry the most. It's like, you cry in the beginning, you cry in the end. Yeah, bookend cries. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love that for me. Any other ones on there? No. So I actually had a hard, a little bit of a hard time. Usually, I'm a huge crier in books. I don't know, I... Don't feel like I'm emotional, but I cry constantly. So whatever, take that you, how you you want. But <laughs> I don't cry. I'm. I don't feel emotions, but I just can't stop crying. <laughs> uh, the Great Alone by Kristen Hannah. I think I cry in every Kristen Hannah book because they're just like really heavy and emotional, and I'm just like, <laughs> I probably cried. I, I I forgot that I read that book this mm-hmm. year. So that one I cried. With March Madness It was a blur. Fucking madness, man. <laughs> Know My Name by Chanel Miller because there, the part at the end where Chanel is reading her witness statement that she read in court, like literally looking at Brock Turner in the face and you, in the audiobook you can hear her have like such emotion in her voice. I was just like a baby. I was just like bawling my eyes out. Fine. Um, I did cry things. in Lessons in Chemistry. Yeah. For some reasons that you'll have to find out to read it. And... house of sky and breath because i think any every sarah j mass book makes me cry at some point in time agreed yeah i can't remember exactly why i cried but i know i cried right so that's fine that's it nice yeah all right books that made you happy i kiss Shara wheeler by Casey McQuiston because I love the side characters so much there's a side character that I love in particular and their story just makes me just like the happiest person in the whole world it's so cute <laughs> um See You Yesterday by Rachel and Solomon I just it, it's like Groundhog's Day and it's cute and I loved it and I got an arc of it and I'm just like was oh, so cute is that out yet? yes perfect and Noodle and the No Bones Day <laughs> Because you can't read that book and not be happy. It's so cute. It makes you just want to die. It's so cute. (sighs) That's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Oh, and from Lukov with Love by Mariana Zapata. Of course. Because I just, I just, I love her books. And it was about ice skating, and I just, I just love it so much. Ice skating is so cool. Isn't it? It's a couple, like, pairs skating. Mm -hmm. I want to read it again. I loved it. Sorry. My page flipped um mine i put book that made me happy the spanish love deception Elena mm-hmm. armas narrated by <sighs> scarlet hayes yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i could name books forever but i, just I mean, put one on that category. a majority of the books make me happy right unless they make me sad like, right they, they follow they fo- follow they fall into like these categories yeah and like that's what I genuinely gravitate to books that are going to have a happy ending and make me happy. So. Exactly. That's fine. The most beautiful book that you've bought so far this year? What'd you have? Well, I mean, I already bought it. It's just not here yet. Like, uh-huh. I pre ordered it. Uh huh. It's Laura Olympus, Volume 2 by Rachel Smythe. Obsessed. That's Obsessed. so good. It's beautiful. I'm so excited. Yes. Because I didn't read them online. Mm-hmm. So I am only reading them in bind up form. Exactly. So it be great. It's supposed to be coming, I think, next week. Did I pre-order it? Did I? Am I the drama? Am I the drama? Hopefully, it'll be here. I pre-ordered it January twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we pre-ordered it at the same time. Yes. Okay. Good. I can't wait. Oh, and the. Uh, um, red, white, and what? Red, white, and royal blue special edition comes out this year, so that will mm-hmm. also be one that one
1: I've app. already pre-ordered. Yes. That is
0: on its way. Uh, I mean, it'll be here October 11th. Yeah. So it's I'm hard- not in love with the cover, <laughs> right? But it's hardcover. Yes, which is why I'm so frustrated. Yes, it's yeah. just like fireworks. It's just fireworks. The like, Yeah, eh, it's yeah, hard. Assuming it's heavy. Mine was Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Su Lin Tan. So gorgeous. that book, I bought the UK edition and it has these like beautiful green sprayed edges and like I love the UK cover. Like the US cover is good too, but like the UK cover is just like it's gorgeous. Superior. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah, I just had one. You had one. Yep. <laughs> so my next list is long. <laughs> Mine's only two. Should I go first? Yes. Books you need to read by the end of 2022. I have Wicked Beauty by Katie Robert, which is the third one in that series. I also need to read that. Because that is Achilles and Patroclus. Am I correct? And Helen. And Helen. And like three, on yeah. two and three. Yeah. So I yeah. am here for it. It's, so I need to read the second one and then I got to read the third one. But it's the next book I want to read after this. I, I'm so excited. I have two copies. If you want one. You'll read the audiobook, but like, you know, if you want to follow, him, be my guest. Uh, what's your second one? A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. Do you use on your list? Just like. Yeah, eventually. that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I was okay. like, I knew it's on my list, but I moved Where it. Where is it? I moved it. <laughs> so, grab the two. Awesome. I Have Four Aunties in a Wedding by Jesse Q. Sutantos. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yes. That came out a while ago this year and I need to read it because I loved Four Aunties in a... What was it called? In a... In a wedding... What (laughs) What was it called? Oh my god. Oh no! I'm ashamed. What's the author's name? (laughs) Jesse Q... That's a one. Q... Dial A for... Aunties. aunties oh my god how did we know i have really- no idea i gave it five stars oh no i gave it four stars how did i forget i don't I don't, know why. Know. I don't anyway i want to read the sequel um i want to read a book called sword heart by t kingfisher this is a recommendation from someone i follow on youtube and it's a fantasy romance nice i think it involves Faye, and i'm just like Pay for it sounds great Um, also A Promise of Fire by Amanda Boucher that's also a fantasy romance I love that last name I do too And uh, The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James I read The Sundown Motel by Simone St. James and I loved it and I have the audiobook and I just haven't read it yet Still Beating why do I say it like that Still Beating by Jennifer Hartman I think it's like not a sequel to Lotus, but like our, our prequel or like it came out first. But like a character apparently made an appearance in Lotus that was from Still Beating. So like if you didn't read it, it didn't matter. But if you did, like, ooh, you knew, you know. So I want to read that. <laughs> There's so many. Uh, Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey. There's a second book in the Ballinger sisters. It's like the duology of... It happened one summer. For the Wolf by Hannah Witten. It is a fantasy romance, maybe? Mm-hmm. That I think has an ace character in it. I actually could be making that up. Nice. But the sequel just came out, and I have both of them, and I haven't read them. Mm-hmm. And um, These Hollow Vows by, I believe it's Lexi Ryan. I think that's also a fae book but that sequel also came out and I want to read it. In King of Scars they meet the, you know like they he goes to like the where the fold was mm-hmm. and they run into like these the two saints or whatever and the guy's the dragon and the chick has the yeah. beast. Yeah. He said he's ace. Oh. He's like oh I've never been one for, for something. The and dragon was, guy. Yeah. Oh. And I was like I found one Line, I have one! I have <laughs> one! Then write it down. Like, aha! There is one! They exist! <laughs> but it was very subtle. Right. Like, it's not... But I've never been one for for romance. Right. Or, or something like that. Right. Or, I can't remember what it was. So, I remember... this. We can also oh, keep in. Whatever. Whatever. That, um, in the love hypothesis, I think they might be, like, Olive might be demisexual. Because after reading Ace which I think is in the ace spectrum. But to me, I think demisexual has to do with not feeling any sexual attraction until you gain, have a trust in like relationship with somebody. And I think that's what Olive feels with Adam, mm-hmm. I think. And I think what I was switching it around with was um, the one about the TV show. Oh, the charm, the charm offensive. The charm offensive. Oh, okay. I think he's the one who said he thought he was ace. Right, because I, I think you're right. And I think he is ace. I'm like, but... And I think Adam, in The Love Hypothesis, is also, like, demisexual. Because so they, they, they talk about, like, not even thinking about, like, sex. Or, like, that's not even a thing they think about or care about. I'm just like, I fucking love you people! Okay, anyway. And I think that's it. So, I mean, there are just a couple. Just <laughs> a couple. But, like, there are so many. Yeah. I want to read everything. So... <laughs> literally anything that's <laughs> fine yeah so that's it most beautiful covers so I love how there's most beautiful book you bought yeah but then most beautiful covers of books you've read right the Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon I also had the Priory of the Orange Tree I by Samantha Shannon I love the cover of that book. it is so cool the blue dragon on it it's just it just looks cool orange it's and orange it's just, it's just gorgeous you don't have very many orange books did I was he was it you who sent me the video? And she was reading The Prayer of the Orange Tree. And she said that she th- she has a theory that it's actually not that long of a book. Because people yes. are always like, I didn't th- it don't think it took yes. me that long to read. I think you sent it to me. Was that it? I think you sent it to me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she... <laughs> no, Haley. It was Haley. Haley. Was it Haley? Haley? It was Haley. <laughs> Haley sent it to us. That's what yep. it was. Yeah. And she has a theory that it's actually shorter than people thought. It's just huge and because- the pages are thicker yes yeah like it's a stiff book yes yeah because i think i even said that that i have read bigger books because like sarah j mass books are humongous right and i feel like i went through those faster than what i went through pri- of course we read prior to street together like slowly right but like it would have taken me longer because it just feels huge right However, the audiobook is 25 hours and 52 minutes. Right. So, like, I kind of feel like I debunked that a little bit. Kinda. Because, like, usually longer books-ish are, like, 8-10 hours. Like a normal, normal book. A normal book, like the the Dead Romantics that you yeah. have on the table here. Yeah. That's probably an 8-hour book. Right. It's. I mean, it's small. Yeah, it maybe less. small. Yeah. And... So, like a bigger book, like I don't, you know, yeah, like 12, 13, 14 hours isn't that bad, right? But 25 hours is a lot mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. This is 334 pages, even though it doesn't feel like it because the pages are weird, mm-hmm. it's like Bible pages, but still, yeah. The audiobook is 10 hours of this. What? Wow. Interesting, I don't get it. No. But, yeah, I agree with you. But the cover is gorgeous. gorgeous. The other one I have, I just have these two, Mm -hmm. I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. Stellar. It's -hmm. a beautiful cover. Mm -hmm. I have The Woman in the Library by Sulari Gentile. (gasps) That cover is gorgeous. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I would buy that book because the cover is beautiful, even though I didn't really like it a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like... The cover is so pretty. Mm-hmm. I have Daughter of the Moon Goddess, because like hello. I talked about it already. It's beautiful. <laughs> the Nature of Witches by Rachel Griffin. Beautiful. Um, the bum 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 In my dreams, I hold a knife by Ashley Winstead. It's even it's just like simple. It's just like got a knife and like a ribbon, but like it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And Running Wild by K.A. Tucker because I'm just, like, a sucker for all those covers. It's They're so simple. It's just, like, a woman in, like, mountains. But it's pretty. Yeah. And I love them. It's gorgeous. Obsessed. And Alaska. Lotus. Oh. Oh, because it's a... I, you know, I fucking love Alaska. <laughs> you do. Literally, anything with Alaska. Like, I even looked up Alaskan cruises the other day. I was like, how much does an Alaskan cruise cost? And I was like, well, that's a lot of money. Anyway. <laughs> Lotus by Jennifer Hartman is my last one because it's pretty it's yeah good. it's like a beautiful lotus flower on it that's beautiful yep that was it next yep yep biggest disappointments now i don't know about you but i have a long list oh no it's i have a, two it's been a rough year yeah what are your two i have the project by courtney summers yeah that's a bummer yeah i, I was very excited for that one and cults fucking cool. cool fucking cults man yeah it's a big deal these days yeah I love reading about crazy people. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Not done well. I did not like it. Sad. And like, we liked Sadie so much. Yeah. Sad. The next one I have is A Marvelous Light yeah. by Freya Marsky. Yeah, it's sad. I hate it. <laughs> you hated it. I hated it. Yeah. I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six. Oh, jeez. My first one is the Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. Oh, I I dnf that. I (laughs) was so mad about how much I hated that book. Like, again, it was really popular. People were talking about it, raving about it. It's so good. Like, how? Do we read the same book? It doesn't make any sense. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, The Mexican, not the Mexican, Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, if I remember correctly. I think that's right. I, again, feel alone in this because I don't like this book. I thought it was boring and everyone loves it. And then so. like, like unnecessary gore. Yeah, it was just, I just I don't care for it. I'm not a fan. Uh, Guild by Raven Kennedy. I feel let down because again, it was like a popular book people were talking about and I read it and i was like, this is dumb. This, this is dumb. dumb. Gallant by V.E. Schwab. Because I have such high expectations of V.E. Schwab now because of yeah. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And it's like, what, what is this? Got good vibes, but the story was dumb. And then The Woman in the Library by Sulari Gentile because it was weird and I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Because it was a book that I was really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My last one was was Twisted Love by Anna Huang, I think is her last name. Yeah. Again, a book people raved about because you know, we love enemies to lovers and stuff. But I'm just like, nope. Dumb! D- dumb! Dumb! And guess what is dumb? They're the sequel and it was equally dumb! So, guess who's done with that series? Me. You. The end. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. big surprise if you like any of those books I'm so sorry you're more than and welcome to your opinion awesome but like I hate it all
1: favorite rereads
0: <sighs> so I haven't read I haven't reread a lot mm-hmm. this year have you? Uh, no just one you've only read one? yeah what was that? red, white, and royal blue of course it was narrated by Raymond Diocampo. and it was great always just never a bad never a bad reread i usually like to reread just you know they're books that you love and sometimes when you're going through a lot like personally sometimes just nice to read a book that you know is gonna gonna make, gonna you, make happy. you happy so that's why i re- re- that's why i reread the love hypothesis recently because i'm just like i'm overwhelmed with a lot of things and i just have to read something that's gonna make me happy and it did so um uh, But I reread four things total, other than, I mean, that one. I reread Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell, because I had to. It was a must. I started a reread of Carry On, just so everyone knows. I figured as much. Yeah. We both finished the Fangirl Volume 2 manga, and it's like, you just, you gotta. Gotta. I reread The Simple Wild by K.A. Tucker. I think I read that for our podcast episode we... I reread that for an episode that we did a little while ago where we like flip-flopped favorites or, you know, not, not flip favorites. flip just the book that we liked or we chose one book for another. Yeah. And then I reread House of Earth and Blood to prepare for House of Sky and Breath. You did. And guess what? I loved it again. <laughs> I want to do that again because I think I found one that I wanted you to read. Okay. I don't know when we're going to do it, but... Sometime soon. I don't remember... I can think of something for you. What it was, but I was like, she hasn't read that yet. I haven't. She needs to. Mm. What is it? Don't no, tell me. I want to know. I think you do need to read the Extraordinary so. I'm on the wait. I'm on, I'm waiting. Um, what? What am I not? Oh, I forgot. I'm reading a book. <laughs> Another. I'm reading a book. What are you listening to? I haven't started it. Oh. That's probably why I forgot. A uh, Book of Night by Holly Black. She wrote the Cruel Prince series, which yes. I don't necessarily like. but That's why I'm surprised that you're... I'm going to give it a go. It's only 13 hours, time divided by two, six and a half hours. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can get that done. I've been waiting on the wait list for a while. I like doing this every year, midway through the year, mm-hmm. because I forget what I read. I mean, I've read yeah. 61 books. It's hard to remember everything. That's a lot of books. It's a lot of books. Am I gonna break 100? Oh my god. You might. Oh my god. Who am I? <laughs> oh my god. No big deal. That's so great. Yeah. What was your favorite book that you read this year? What was your least favorite book? Let us know on Instagram. Pages and Pages Pod. Like send us a DM or something. Yeah. DMs are fun. Yeah. I'm like, hey guys. Hey, I hate that book too. Or your opinion sucks just kidding don't say that don't say that i'll make me cry no i'm just kidding maybe Maybe. (laughs) i'm fine but i i yeah i like doing this it's fun yeah it is yeah thank you so much for listening to us today we uh hope you have a great rest of your day recommend us to your god damn it your significant other your ophthalmologist the fuck is that? That's your eye doctor. I thought he's an ophthalmologist, and I was like, who? Ophthalmologist. I heard i there was a there was a in there somewhere like op- I was like, is this a special kind of doctor I don't know about? Do I see another doctor? No, I'm just kidding.
1: Your uh, ophthalmologist. Your
0: ophthalmologist. <laughs> um, your nail technician. Your barista. Good choice. Thank you. You're welcome. So, thank you so much, and you have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.